This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. It's okay. I don't think that it ever makes sense to just like immediately jump into the podcast when Alec tosses it over to me, though. Mm. I feel like there's still like a, a good couple of minutes that, you know, we could get warmed up and make sure that we're really ready to provide this service to people how did last week's go what'd you think i totally forgot to listen to it because i didn't see that it was posted up until today that's probably for the best (laughs) that bad huh i'm gonna (laughs) post another episode too i got a bonus one we were missing the getty energy it's a train wreck waiting to happen it's big getty energy getty give us that big getty energy now big getty energy here spirit bomb at you (laughs) bge Mm-hmm. Big jetty, oh, no, big no, jetty energy. That. Hold on, let me make Get sure it. that I have my water open too, so that <clears throat> I'm not futzing with it during actual recording. Everybody, right? give him your energy. Give him the spirit energy, Joel. He's <laughs> a half-assed spirit bomb. Come on, yeah, that's Joel. You're real <laughs> this, half-assing it. This, this is the best you did. <laughs> At this angle, they might not even be his hands. Getty, <laughs> you got the it energy. Might be his feet. I don't know. All right, <clears throat> not that flexible. All right, how many viewers do we have right now? Oh, God, you want me to actually pull that up? That's not oh, a good I, number. Oh, I think you know. That's not a good number to know. <laughs> oh, I, I found out how many viewers we have. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Big, big question. Is it something you can multiply? You can multiply anything. Will it be zero <laughs> if you multiply it by something? Yes. <laughs> All right, that makes this opening that much better. <laughs> What's good, Internet, and welcome to Session 183 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I'm your full frontal host. Well, time to get us banned from Twitch. No! Getty, (laughs) put your damn shirt on. Fine. But I'm still your host this week, Eric Getty Gettinger. And with me is this wet blanket of a human, Alex Arona. You're absolutely on probation. Though, the full Winnie the Pooh is all right. It's all right. So I don't have to wear pants, but I can wear a shirt? The camera's top half, sir. I'm not wearing pants right now. I don't believe it. But how (laughs) dare you think you can dip out and come back like a stunt like this? I'm passing it over to our internet sensation, Joel DeWitt. Thanks, Alex. It's, you know, it's really not easy being this popular. I I might need to take a sabbatical in Rome for a bit. Yeah. Makes sense to me. You know weekly we're amassing tens of views and you know who can tell us whether that's true or not pot the pope uh well if you're in rome i guess so uh the only man who can verify any of that information about how many views we're getting is alec parks oh well uh it's a number all right getty it is absolutely 100 percent between zero and ten thousand damn you heard it here folks super gg radio where we're for sure getting from zero to 10,000 views <laughs> per week. Woo! 
We're I also like, our demographic is the 16 to 47 year olds. It's a, it's a shotgun blast right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Oh, I guess let's move into some games. This week we finally get scary again. It's that season. Uh, and we have to talk about Resident Evil because that's fake video game homework. Uh, in That's that's going to be in early adopters. And then we're going to watch some cat videos with the news. And then play a few hands in the backlog. I didn't see what you put in the backlog, so it's me. I'm talking fantastic. Okay. Fan-fucking-tastic. Well, well we made it uh, how long? We made it, like, what, four five. minutes? Yeah, four. Two, two or three minutes in podcast time. Okay, yeah. let's write this we down. Just, we should just cancel the, cancel the podcast for this week. All right, quit it. Start over. Delete everything. Start over. Well, I'm, I got a bunch. I, st- I stole a bunch of posts from work. So I'm at least going to swear two more times based on what I've written in here, so. Uh, okay. Well, as long as I can swear. That's, that's fine. All right, uh... Early Adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games with bathrooms so disgusting it reminds me of the dorms in college. Shout out to uh, Nate. I was going to say Douglas. (laughs) Douglas uh, dorms. Douglas over at NIU. (laughs) We did some terrible stuff in those dormitory bathrooms. I also saw some terrible stuff in Go Home Annie. Wow, that's a hell of a transition there, Alex. Dude, I saw some terrible stuff in this game. In this game? Yes. So this week we played Go Home Annie, which is a first-person survival... You know, maybe it's going to be horror. Probably some first-person shooter. I don't know if you guys looked at the uh, controls. Because mm-hmm. it, it did have an option for hold, fire, reload, that kind of stuff. So, But just oh, a... Really? Just a little bit of a peek into Go Home Annie. So, yes, first person. Uh, This one, very graphically pleasing. Very realistic, high-end, and scary AF. Not for me. For you guys. The way I kind of saw this was more of a... Almost like an escape room. Okay. So I kind of thought of this as like a horror escape room. Where there was like occasional like not jump scares but just a lot of unsettling views and situations, and you were to you were tasked with figuring out the escape room element. Now I had talked about this a little bit off air, but uh, Joel, are you are you familiar with the SCP? I've heard of it. Not so familiar. the S- he's heard of it. It is. Uh, it stands for uh, it was secure contain or special containment procedures or secure contain protect. The idea is that there was uh, a sci-fi idea of certain objects getting powers, uh, like, you know, a ghost would haunt a toaster or something like that. You saw a lot of that in Control. Mm. Okay. Control. But yeah. the, the, the whole project is that it became a website where people would post their own stories with their own uh, SCPs or uh, items of power. So it kind of grew into this homegrown, homebrew, fan-made uh, just stories of the SCP that grew with every new device with powers and its backstory and how it affected people or how the SCP dealt with these devices of power. And uh, it's all, it's kind 
it's you know it's 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 a it's all fan made so people can use it how they want as long as they try to you know say hey i got this from blank you know here is a uh, we're going to credit it to the authors and that's where control got a lot of its powers from the the devices of power and that's where this this game kind of comes from as well now that we've jumped directly to the the end no, not, of, no, 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 shh, we have not gotten there yet. They as it were. It plays into yet. Uh, let's go ahead and do a brief discussion of the walkthrough for the beta. So as you're going through, uh, you drive up to the house. You don't actually get any of the controls for the car, but again, driving controls are in the settings menu in case you gave that a look. Uh, what did you guys notice upon entry to the house? Well, first you had to gain entry. Well, but I'm not going to spoil that. So what did you notice? Because that's that's what I want to know. Would you would you like, would you dislike, you turn on the uh, chainsaw? Yeah. They didn't give me the option. They were really? also very unhappy about me trying to pick up the gun, too. <laughs> really? I mean, For me, I, I the chainsaw, my character said, I'm, I, don't, I wouldn't know what to do with this. And then the gun that my character actually actively said, I, I'm not taking this anywhere. Right. Yeah. Well, chainsaw is pretty simple. You cut off your hand and you replace your hand with the chainsaw. Mm -hmm. And then you say, hail to the king, baby. I saw that movie. I did. I saw that movie. Well, one, uh, three of the whatever many there came after. I've heard of that movie. (laughs) It's all you really need. (laughs) there to upset alec so uh, i know i know alec didn't uh, quite make it in there but what you guys think about the numbers the numbers that were posted around the house did you notice them did you try and use them to manipulate any of the elements inside of the house i noticed the numbers i did not know what to do with them uh i just maybe assumed that there were some i assumed maybe it was a puzzle that wasn't a part of this slice of demo but Mm -hmm. I was kind of waiting for a large, very complex code that was going to be necessary later on. I understand what the, what it was later, obviously, but at the time I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna." I I kind of started writing down little, like, oh, next to this, next to the fridge, next yep. to this," because I was like, "This is probably gonna come back and bite me in the ass later." I figured. Yeah, and there's some spooky stuff that you encounter. Uh, you guys go into the refrigerator. Yes. Oh man, I, the weird was, like cow head. What was up with it's that? A lamb's head. It's a lamb's head. Yeah, yeah. Well, up with I, that? Fe- I feel like there is there are people who cook lamb's head, like cheek meat is supposedly very good. I guess head cheese. Head cheese. I don't. I don't know what that is, and I'm not going to acknowledge that. Comment. Oh, you should definitely Google it. So, Absolutely should. Yeah. I've already commented. I've already, or I've already googled one of your games that you've beaten recently. I'm not going to do this again. Navigating over to the Word document. Let's continue. <laughs> nope. So, nothing. Uh, nothing within the last twelve games. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 12, 14, 15. 15 uh, you went fifteen games back. Jesus, Alex. I did. That's rough. All right now. The other mechanic that you got in the game is that you got a handy cam. Oh, the handy cam. And the handy cam would react to certain uh, spots on the map. And when you would focus with the handy cam, it would reveal a uh, puzzle. Uh, essentially, uh, it, would, it was like a puzzle-solving solution. 
meaning that you could you could get tapes that you would replay that would show points of the the house and if you made the house look like what you saw in the video if you focused your handy cam it would reveal uh, if that puzzle was correct and if that was correct it would open up a new area or mm-hmm. a uh, reveal or, something or new reveal something yeah so now that we've gotten to the the meat and potatoes of it here the uh, handy cam because the handy cam can unless you're joel what happened man you just that one puzzle was not working for you you said that you ran into a an issue with it that was bullshit uh the, okay that's uh, what we're here for man to hear I, about it i i got i got the sequences just fine and the thing is when you point the camera somewhere where it's a point of interest it'll start getting fuzzy on the actual screen it'll have that sort of static noise I was not aware and didn't really didn't inkling that you were supposed to zoom in and sit and stare at that door for five or ten seconds for it to work. Ah, uh, yeah. So you and, got it to work eventually. Oh well, yeah, after you gave me the step by step instruction of what I was doing wrong. Sure. Uh, yeah, because uh, I, I only said that because like there was another puzzle like pretty close to right after that was like mm-hmm. the exact same thing, mm-hmm. just a little bit more complex. Now, did you guys do the bonus puzzle? I. I got the ending on accident when I did one when I wanted that bonus puzzle. I think you know the answer to that question. Okay, I did want to do it though. Uh, d- what what did you get out of it? Nothing that I could tell. Okay, it just made the elements that you located appear in the map. So I don't know if that has something to do with the the bigger picture later on, mm. but this is uh is really cool. I definitely enjoyed some of the time that we spent here with a uh, go home annie okay now i am going to spoil everything demo. here we go the demo for joel and alec heavy spoilers it's it's the demo it's the first heavy spoilers um the conceit is that as soon as you you uh you, you, know, you find like a whole ghost image that kind of screams at you you the game tells you get out of the house so you walk outside the house and then you hear a, a large alarm and then the lights turn on and it's a warehouse you were testing some of the scps and all of the numbers were scps hmm. meaning you were working uh with them to perform experiments and you have been given an uh, an amnesia pill so that it would be just you exploring the space and trying to figure out what was going on naturally, and they could record the results. Are amnesia pills a thing? In this, they are. I mean, you. I mean, you could say it's uh, rohypnol, but I don't think that's necessarily the case either. Does that mean that the dog actually wasn't killed in the beginning? That oh, is, it was. Does, does that make me feel real bad? They said they, that it was not. They simulated as close as possible to okay. the act of it. Okay. So that but should that, make you feel a little bit better. Your character's like, the, what happened to the dog? Yeah, they actually asked that. Um, but they said that that dog was, that was a dead dog. It just wasn't killed by them. It was uh, to reenact what, was cur- what had happened at the scene of the crime before. Gotcha. Oh, so it's a crime scene investigation. No, not a crime, but it's it's more about they found an SCP out in the world and they're trying to recreate the environment that it was found in. It's something so, all right. So Metal Gear Solid to... 2. No. Uh, you take that you back. Know, I can see that. <laughs> you take but that I, back. 
But that's the but the cool thing is afterwards you get decontaminated and then they're like, okay, we're ready for the next test. Go down the hall, and that's kind of where the game goes. Is that that and it, the demo pretty much ends? But the idea is that that's what the game is going to be. Is the oh, series of come on? That's where uh, it got real spooky. I I'm, again, I'm not trying to give everything away. You could tell them. I don't care. Whatever. I you just ruined all the juicy bits. So. Yeah, so the but the, the essentially that's what makes this game so intriguing is that you're it may not be one set st- dedicated story as it might just be a bunch of vignettes that have you investigating these SCPs and performing experiments on them and things can get real spooky, scary, wacky. Crazy um, wacky. Yeah. You guys going to go back and finish it? No. No. <sighs> I, I I beat it and I said, "Wow, that was a cool experience." And I wishlisted it. So. Nice. Yeah, I um, not a fan of Spooky Tober. Oh, really? Well, then you're gonna hate the rest of this month. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. How's that Resident Evil playthrough going? Um, I have already hit my jump scare limit for the week. Two the week? Is it two? Yeah, two. It's two. Okay. What? Where are you? Have you played for what forty minutes? Yeah. Pretty much, that's about right where I am. He probably could have ended it all in ten minutes if he. Did you try and open the front door? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't open the front door. No. Don't open the front door. Don't don't ever open the front door. See, now I have to open the front door. Don't open the front door. Don't open the front door. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Maybe I just need to start playing with the lights on. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, I would recommend it. You know, you don't want to spook yourself out of uh, contention here for the, the beat list. Still, Or spook myself into an early grave. Two, two-ish months left to get all of your favorites in order. Alec. I Thanks. got where you're going, Alec. That was good. I, I was trying. But uh, we're not we're not going to talk Resident Evil today. We'll uh, talk we're about our plans with the it grave. a little bit later. But yeah, let's... Uh, Let's talk about something else that's a little frightening, a little off. The Bunny Graveyard. What is the Bunny Graveyard? What is the purpose of saying that there is a a run button and then <laughs> no, <kidding>. no running? <laughs> so, okay. Yes. So, well, the, the Bunny Graveyard. I feel like that's going to come later on. Yes, or, it is. Or is that maybe some sort of joke where they're telling you you have a run button, but you're just a hand, so you can't run? Uh, it could be. So From what the the future footage showed, that's going to be different. Anyway, you'll you'll it. have the ability to run, I'm sure. But in this demo for the Bunny Graveyard, you play as a hand, just one hand, and you are doing a bunch of different tasks around to help out your new farmer friend who you have discovered. But there's there's other hands that also are working on this farm. So, guys, what was your bunny graveyard experience? I suck at mini games. Oh. That's what my experience was. That's that's not good because this was primarily mini games in this demo. <laughs> I was particularly bad at uh, digging holes and planting things. Oh, yeah, it made you feel bad about yeah, that right like they 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 took away your health if <laughs> you did it wrong too many times oh really did i kind of yeah. did you notice, notice the icon got angry too a little bit i, yeah. I did <laughs> it was 
It was a little finicky. I'll give you that. It didn't seem like it completely it matched up. Yeah, it, it was. It was a tight window. Seemed like you had to hit it just slightly before it even made contact with the point where it said like match it up, line it up. So yeah, the mini games were definitely challenging. So besides digging holes, we also played some basketball. How'd everybody do at basketball? Easy. Peasy. I got five. You needed fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I I tried it uh, twice and I only got five. I passed, so I much of I must have gotten fifteen. I didn't count. Yep. Turns out Joel got fifty. He was just sinking those three pointers. <laughs> it stops after fifteen. Does it? Uh, it does a hard stop. Yep. Oh, that's because I good again know. I had like fifty seconds, and I was like, "This this is gonna suck if I have to wait this out." <laughs> An extra fifty seconds of making baskets. Uh, we had rock paper scissors. Now, that, that one I was one, good at. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't feel like, I, I felt like that was unclear. Like, I won it, but I don't, like, I don't remember knowing that I won it. I was actually very, I was like, man, I keep losing at rock, paper, scissors. And they go, you won. And I was like, wait, I cleared it three times? Like, I don't, I didn't understand that. If you did the same thing I did... I was looking at the wrong hand the entire time ah, Be- because so. they give you the option to select which throw you're going to throw. And then I was looking at the left side and I was just like, why does it keep on throwing the wrong symbol? Oh. <laughs> it wasn't until after I got the, the win sequence is like, oh, I'm just an idiot. Okay. I thought you were going to say that the differentiation between the scissors and the paper was not the clearest. It was. That is also no. true. Okay. Yeah. Wait, so the computer throws the same hand every time? No. 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 It's hmm. just when they switch from the selection of the hand to actually showing the two hands shooting, I kept on looking at the left hand. I'm pretty sure the right hand was your hand. Yeah. I didn't see the left hand change so much. It was confusing. Yeah, that's something. That one wasn't clear. I, they told me I won. I was said, oh, sure. I guess. All right. Well, hide-and-seek? How'd everybody do at hide-and-seek? I need to play more hide-and-seek with my kids, because that's the only way I'm winning this game. Okay. Uh, I, I found everybody. It got stressful at the end there. I, uh, that, that plot really ran down. and uh, A couple of good psych-outs, right? Yeah, and, and you know, the funny thing is that I know, realistically, the hand character is not moving any slower than other you know, top-down characters. I felt like I was chugging slowly while that timer was going down. And holding the shift key, right? Yeah, and holding Go the shift key. faster! <laughs> run! Run! And, and then you swear when you start going diagonal. It's just like, wait, it seems like it's going quicker now. <laughs> Is it, though? No. It's debatable. How many were there to find? Five, Five. or six. Five or six. Yeah, I was off was by two. Son of a bitch. It might be the ones that were in the grass. There were two that were cloaked in the grass. You just had to look at the ground texture to see an outline of a glove. Yeah. That must have been what it was. No glove, no love. So that means that most of us made it to the the secret entrance to the unknown. The labyrinth, I believe it was called? Yes. Yes. The labyrinth. And what happens in the labyrinth? I sure don't know. But you come across a, a mysterious stranger 
And then your farmer friend, she does some pretty weird stuff. So that's where the game really starts to amp it up. But And we got a real late title card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this mysterious stranger is a bunny, but with a paper bag over his head. There's a bunch of graffiti around, though, that's like, no more bunnies. Yeah, which is, like, weird. But so so as it turns out there, the rabbit farmer that you're playing the minigames with is a slave driver and oh. keeps, all, keeps all of the hands hostage. And we see her viscerous, viscerally shred apart a one of them who is, keeps trying to escape. Number eight. Number eight. So, uh, and then they, they, then they kind of give a preview of what to expect in the future of the game, which looks to be a whole adventure, like a little suspense horror adventure, a la Undertale, where at one point you're playing as a bun- as a bunny, you're playing as a hand, you're exploring various worlds, you're trying to take down the bigger bunny, but also you're going to whole like cities, and other lands in between exploring. So it, there's a lot that feels like this game is going to this place feels like it's going to go some places where it's going to be uh a tale of this this hand getting stuck on this farm but then expanding into a whole rebellion against the the bunny regime or something to that effect so there's kind of a it, it seems like it's a bigger world than what what we there's going to be it seems like there's going to be a lot now correct me if i'm wrong but this is the one that once you finished it it said that there's going to be five episodes chapters Chapters. and i think they're gonna come out in early access and you'll get the first chapter and the subsequent ones after that okay yep so if you buy it in early access you get chapter one and then they any other ones will be released you'll get directly so it's gonna go places it's gonna go much further than just playing as this hand with the mini games but you know all in all i had a pretty good time with the mini games you know once you really hit the stride with them it felt like they were easier granted the the angle on basketball was a little difficult to get because the shots didn't seem like they matched up quite right but very serviceable this is a a pretty interesting demo that we played the bunny graveyard you guys good with that you you have anything else you want to add about the bunny graveyard no no okay well, that just leaves us with the multi-medium. Multimedia. I, I really want Alex to describe this one because I feel like he can do us the most justice with the multi-medium. The multi-medium is a... It starts off uh, as like a pencil on a piece of paper sketch character and everything is very fluid and animated. The idea is that your universe, you are, you have signed up to be an astronaut to essentially explore using a, a transport technology that you and the government do not fully understand. And once you uh, get in your space suit, your job is to explore the other universes find a power source and return back home by putting the power source in your backpack you should be able to jump back home uh your first universe you visit is the colored pencil world Mm -hmm. followed by uh you know from the story the acrylic world was there another world i stopped at the acrylic world 
That's it. No, it stops. It's that. as far as it goes. Okay, but it, it's it's such a cool art style. You know, when you go from the pencil to all of a sudden a brightly colored, while still pencil drawn, uh, colored pencil area, uh, like whole universe, it, it, and then go to acrylics. Everything just fleshes out nicely as you go, but the animation remains so crisp and so clean, just so fluid. The characters. At one point, you're running away from this giant. Uh, just giant dragon beast and it is horrifying but also just so fun watching them chase you down indiana jones style that's that's where i'm at with that yeah light platforming light platforming get it so and and some light problem solving yeah so i know that uh at least when i was playing it i had some small criticisms about where the the terminal point is when you jump you know with platformers it's it's hit or miss you can either have that really good feeling when you hit it and you're like yeah i'm definitely going to make this it's not going to be a problem and there's other games where you try and get as close to the edge as possible or you try and move up to where you think is the right spot and then you hit the jump and nothing nothing happens and you just fall off and i had a couple of those instances while i was playing the multimedia Otherwise, you know, they do a couple of cool things. Not only with your ability to jump, you can uh, climb up walls and you have to utilize it to make it up some of the more difficult paths, especially uh, Alex said that there's a monster chasing you at one point. But you also get a, um, like a grappling hook system. And I'll tell you, I initially started playing this with the controller when I got the grappling hook, I had to switch over to the mouse and keyboard because it was a little hard for me to pinpoint exactly where I wanted to shoot that bolt in order to sink into the rock and successfully shoot that bolt. Yeah, make those jumps. Yeah, that cursor was a little finicky. Like you had to be very, very precise with the stick in order to land it right. Precision stick. Precision. What do you guys think? What do you? How do you feel? Alex uh, gave his opinion. What about the other two gentlemen here? I love the music. Yes, but I had a lot of the same complaints with the running off the edge and oop, nope, you just splat. But thankfully, it was very forgiving in that the checkpoints were—you didn't go back too far. The checkpoints were good. Yeah, it was really just sort of rolling checkpoints. As you hit each different screen and move forward, it would sort of date you right there and let you pick up where you left off. The uh, the music, I'll reiterate what Alex said, pretty great. Um, the one with the acrylic world, it was really this sort of mysterious sounding music with lots of, uh, I think, was a harp? I, I definitely wind instruments as well that had that really sort of airy feel to it that matched it well uh the platforming i would generally agree the first area you're in the colored pencils there are these platforms that almost look like mushrooms or something Mm. and it would be like walking through mud if you tried to move left to right and it really that really threw me off with trying to time my jumping the right because sometimes you get to the near the edge of it and then all of a sudden you just move normally and then you just flub your jump uh the ropes that you can jump on uh they 
got a little bit of gravity to him back and forth, but not meaningfully. And if you try to jump from one rope to another, you really don't get much distance jumping. So you have to sort of like get up right towards the top of the rope without getting too high in order to do that effectively. There's this wall jump, but it's very much more like a clawing at the sides kind of little tiny step up kind of thing. So you, you, in terms of the logic, there's a logic to his movement, and it makes sense in that context. It's not like you're going from uh, bad jumping on a rope to being able to like zip back and forth like a ninja on a wall, right? So they're they're trying to play it as if you are this character, and it makes sense logically with that way. Um, it just, like you guys said, creates a little bit of a. a buffer between what you want to be doing and what actually happens sometimes there was this one section that we talked about where there are bounce pads along these different like branches and bramble and and stuff that would kill you instantly and the second bounce pad it was bounce pad and then like a foot up was the auto kill bramble and i guess you had to do a tiny like small jump but no matter what I did, the input would not do anything but the normal size jump. But then one time, miraculously, it worked. So, uh, never figured out how that works. My controller, I don't think, is broken. But uh, that's a small quibble. The, I found the ending kind of funny, too, of this demo. Ah, uh, so when you reach enlightenment? Yes. <laughs> it was so, It was very fun. Uh, that's so awesome. So the, the second level, it ends on you after you get uh, past a, a Yeti monster that's throwing stuff at you. Uh, these rock creatures say basically lay on this platform and then you'll be ascended or something like that. And your soul kind of leaves your body and then you fly up to outer space. And then they say, what's that consolation? It's a, a crab arm or a, a lobster arm or something. And I guess that's supposed to make you a leader or something. But then you go down to your body and your character suddenly has these delusions of grandeur of like, I'm here to save the world. <laughs> Stuff <laughs> like that. And, and then he jumps into the next uh, plane after that. He, he finds another power source and jumps through. So it, it seems like a natural, humorous launching off point for him to try to be sort of this huge hero. I think he's going to get there. But this preview of first... About three levels. The first one is kind of short, but the other two levels, pretty substantial and a lot of fun. Uh, you definitely recommend it, at least based off of the music and the visuals. So good. Uh, be interested to see how much more is going to be added to the multimedium. I did wishlist this one. Yes. Same. Yeah, I wishlisted it as well. Awesome. Everybody except for Alex. No, I wishlisted all of these games. Oh, well, thanks for joining the conversation. <laughs> I, I've talked enough, sir. I'm done. Enough. I'm done this week. I did my job. I described this entire game. I described it head to toe. All right, Daddy, guys. One, two, two, three. Shoot into the break. Get it? Because of rock, paper, scissors? Oh. Oh, fuck you guys. This is comedy (laughs) gold. It's comedy gold. Let's take a break. (laughs) I went rock.
the news. Hey, news! I started with cat videos, but now I moved on to Quokka pictures. You guys seen one of these things? No. Oh, you have to. How do you even spell Quokka? It's in the doc. <laughs> All right, doodling Quokka. Q-U-O-K-K-A. I never would have guessed that. Go ahead, check it out. That is adorable. Yep. <laughs> Why would I look at cat videos when I can check this thing out? This one looks so happy. It's got its arms stretched out, big smile, big black beady eyes. Good stuff. Yep. Quality stuff. Wow. So now that we're riding high on those sweet pictures, let's talk Hell about yeah. some very depressing stuff. Shout out to Kowalkas. Shout out to Stadia. You dead. <laughs> R.I.P. Stadia. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Stadia. It's, it's, both, it's both kind of like an, an interesting idea that they, they tried to be the market leaders, but then they really didn't put forth the effort. Um, but then they also, when they, their, their pull-out game week, when they pull out and don't even tell their developers who are currently working on Stadia titles... And then not really getting paid for the work they did. Now, Stadia, this was a platform that not everybody was making games on. It required different toolkit completely than what mm -hmm. the other platforms were using. So there's an inconvenience in a lot of ways to have to port a game over here. They really tried to rope people in by saying, hey, we're going to get these, these games. And how did it go, guys? How was your Stadia experience? I, I'm getting a free Chromecast out of it. Yep. <laughs> and they're they're giving us their, uh, our money back for the Founders Packs. Okay. Yeah. It's like $600, right? Sure. How much was it, Joel? Was like, I don't it remember. It was like $70 or $80. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Maybe 100 okay. I Maybe I remember on this podcast, when this was big news. Yeah, it, we were hyped. Stadia yeah, Arcadia. I remember in, in case you weren't here during the dark days of early Super GG Radio, uh, Stadia was the Doodle-funded platform streaming only. No physical copies, no downloads, no hardware except for something to stream to your and television. And they had a controller that would connect to Wi-Fi and go to Stadia servers. Right. As well. Yeah. Very, very advertises future tech type stuff. Uh, we got bamboozled. It did not turn out the way I would hoped. Uh, I I just have doubts we're ever going to reach that future. <laughs> I don't think we were bamboozled. I just think that they they weren't willing. To, like I think that the the idea is sound, but I also think that they just stopped. You know, the, this the launch could have been an early access, and they could have developed it over the course of the three years that it existed. But they didn't. They just said, well, that's good enough. Let's just pay a bunch of money for Red Dead Redemption 2. And that that's reasonable. I just th This is something that it's become evident that it is something that's only regionally viable. So I, I think in the larger city-state area where there's more robust internet service that's consistent, it probably runs acceptably. Although I think you said, Alex, at the time that it didn't run great even where you were at back when we played it. Um, it, it definitely wouldn't work where I'm at. And mm. I even tried to do everything I can to people to stop using the internet beside it at 
in the best scenarios, it would have a little bit of a, a stutter of the graphics, but more commonly, it would be near unplayable unless it was something that was more strategic and, and slow huh. and turn-based stuff. Yeah, I had no problem with it, but I was seeing a lot of scan lines that I don't think were uh, on purpose. And that's where I felt like, okay, this is now we're getting some problem areas here uh, that I've, like, it was imperfect there, which could have been updated and fixed over time, but I don't think it was. I think that they just kind of stopped and said, well, let's just get the games. Yeah. Yeah. Big bummer there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I was, okay, like, I don't, I, I'm trying to think of other things that I've been the tip of the sword on that I was, I regretted. Did you do the Ouya? No. Okay. Um, I kind of was looking at the, what was it, the pocket, the, not the analog pocket, but the, the crank. The date night thing? Yeah. Isn't that what it's called, something like that? Playdate. Playdate. That's right. Yeah. Yes, and I did not go in on that, but I, there was a hover over the purchase button. Mm. And I just said, no. I don't need this, and so, I mean, like, right now I have the Steam Deck. I don't regret that one. Um, there's a couple of things, but I don't think I've ever regretted being the tip of the sword on much, and this one I, I still don't regret it because I think the idea is such a cool future idea that you could, that a controller that doesn't even connect to your TV just connects to Wi-Fi and goes directly to Stadia servers. That feels like, obviously, the latency could be a problem, obviously, but... I just I felt like it was just such a cool workaround. It was also I kinda, it was also funny the different features they talked about too. Because one of the big ways they advertised it was the idea that oh, are you a popular streamer? Well, you could have this connect to your <laughs> fandom, and then they could I, I forget what exactly they said, but something effective like oh, you can have them select your next level or you play or you know, like what modifiers you have in the game you play stuff like that some sort of like interactivity between you and your audience uh so they definitely had it was a moonshot <laughs> what they were going for uh so i respect for that but uh yeah it's, it's too bad it landed where it did also can i tell you that uh that stadia controller uh USB-C to your pc works as a pc controller nice nice so we have another Xbox controller if we want to use it. And in fact, now that I think about it, I'm going to go break that bad boy out and start using it to play some Skater XL. That's the true purpose of that remote, Skater XL. It, it is Hell a pretty yeah. sturdy thing. Like, it was a nice controller. Did you guys know that Stadia also turned down a Death Stranding exclusive Kojima follow-up? Yes, yes, I did. Because you put that news in here, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Thank you. I did. Not next to the Stadia news. <laughs> oh, but. I did I not? Oh, whoops. I <laughs> no. meant to. All right, well, let's... Uh, let's, let's, let's Don't even... Let's come on. <laughs> and uh, speaking of RIPs... Uh, this doesn't really affect me, but I know it affects all of our, our listenership here. Rest in peace, Overwatch. Hello, what? Overwatch 2, which was released wait, wait, wait. today. Keep reading. Keep- Keep keep reading. R.I.P. Overwatch Two. Uh, yeah, I heard that the servers melted in their frames. No, they also got DDoS attacked. Oh. 
man. I mean, I feel bad for them, but because I really, I do, do want. You? I'm like, I'm. Joel reinstalled the Blizzard launcher. I reinstalled the Blizzard launcher. We're kind of getting hyped on Overwatch too, but this is not the way to do it. This is that. This is very bad. What's the price tag for uh, Overwatch two? Free ninety nine. It's yeah, it's free to play. Free. But what about all of the skins? What do you have to do to get the skins? It's all battle pass stuff. Ah, the battle and pass. Fact, and in fact, all the characters from the pass? first, all the all the <laughs> characters. I like that joke. All the characters uh, from the first game you have to now earn. Well, better start earning. Yeah, one more time into I the breach a, here. Burn and earn, man. Let's get uh, Joel. Let's get into no, it. No, no, no <laughs> sympathy from me. I, I got, uh, I got enough on my plate as it is. How hard do you think it would be to rope Hartwood back into Overwatch? Not. I, I'll text him, and he will say, sure, immediately. You are going to get a text in the next five minutes. Yep. He's yeah, going to say, right what? Okay. We need, our, we need our Reinhardt. Got it. Speaking of Kevin Hartwig, he joined our Extra Life team today. Hell yeah. He did. I talked to him Ooh. about it. He was real excited. He said he's going to probably make a bunch of money. He better. Yep. For the kids. For the kids. For the, the children. Mm-hmm. All right. Some real exciting news out there for all of you Mario fanatics. The Mario. The real bad news for me. Mario movie trailer coming Thursday on a. This is an exclusive Nintendo Direct, isn't it? Yep. Uh, how much Chris Pratt are you prepared to see? Well, none, because I assume they're not superimposing. Oh, come on. on Mario. You don't think that he's just going to show up at the beginning like, I'm here to introduce myself. It's oh, God. me. Oh, you, mean, you mean the director. Direct, damn it. Um, yeah. Now, now that that's a possibility, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm hyped about? I'm hyped about a Pharrell Williams soundtrack. As he's pretty much the artist and soundtrack developer for all of the Illumination movies. I could definitely get behind that. Let's hear Happy 2. How <laughs> far do you think the adult humor is going to go? Because those uh, Minion movies, they, they're they happy to dabble in that. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was watching Happy Feet 1, not 30 minutes ago. And that movie is way too sexual. It's about having you happy know? feet, dude. Man, I've been watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the original, with my kids. There's euphemisms. There's heavy adult humor in there. So many euphemisms. Oh, man. People complimenting Salem on his organ playing skills. Oh, yeah. 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 That's I'm not getting us out of here. You got to confront that. I was actually just about to say, get to get us out of here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Hocus Pocus has that eternal question of uh, what's a virgin. And, mm, uh, fortunately, yeah. fortunately, my kids were too busy chomping on popcorn and laughing at something else to hear that. Now you, no, you you want to hear some adult conversation in a children's movie? What did they do to Mario's sweet cans? That man is flat as anything else. He is underdeveloped. Mario, my Mario is caked up from the waist down. Caked so, up from the waist down. Yeah, we got to double cheek up Mario because man, they did him dirty in that movie poster. Uh, all that jumping, you figure he'd have some nice glutes, yeah. right? He gets yeah, deep he got down some man and he meat, jumps. Man. man, again, get him double cheeked up and now we're good to go. I mean, 
Let me see a Mario Odyssey. I I already don't Here worry. Comes, I already Googled Mario caked oh, up earlier. Here comes Alex with Google. I looked up. While he's I doing that, I looked up that, Mario caked up. I'm looking for Mario's sweet cheeks. Let's see. Oh, Did you guys hear that? Fandom send you some. acquired Giant Bomb, GameSpot, Game FAQs, Metacritic TV Guide, and a host of other stuff. Hold on, I'm going to post this in the chat. All right, chat well, here. you're doing that, but what implications does this purchase have for Super GG Radio? When do we get bought out? We're working on a deal. <laughs> when we well, have more than one viewer. Who's viewing us? <laughs> it doesn't it's, tell me that. It's Alex. It's, yeah, I was going to say. He's trolling us. <laughs> right now if you look in our discord there's a picture of mario's can and let me tell you there's some man meat back there and that's all i'm saying <laughs> i'm not not engaging i mercifully it, it is very small pictures <laughs> i couldn't really get it bigger <laughs> i'm working thumbnail. on it that's what she <laughs> I'm said i'm working on it i'm working on it but that's they have that's pills for that alex but that's a butt and not this concave bullshit that this that illumination and Nintendo is trying to feed you. Mario's ass is something. Let me that... let me propose something to you. You've seen these minions, yes? yes? Why yes. not just superimpose Mario onto one of the minion bodies? He's already in overalls. And yep. those minions are cheeked up yeah. too. They got they got big old booties. They don't they don't miss stair day. <laughs> they don't miss stair day. <laughs> uh, uh, to, an- to answer your question, Daddy, uh, this merger has no implications for us. Most likely for the average gamer, it has no implications. Uh, it is a continuing churn of the video game industry uh, personality and news types. And that's... This really- is going to destroy my ability to beat games. I rely on game facts. That's actually why I. That's the main reason why I put it in here. Yeah. Just because I was like, "Oh man, y'all remember Game Facts? I like Game Facts. I don't know. I, I still use. Them. I think that I I'm a reliable outlet for news based on whatever I read every week. <laughs> Nobody's gonna <laughs> tell you otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know what that comment came from. I'm talking about Game Facts, man. Game Facts, cool. Game, <laughs> game Facts never went away. You just left it. Yeah. I no. Totally I still left, left it. it. I just just wondering if you guys remember it back in the day those full text heavy yeah, documents. Yeah, I have used it yeah. within the last year. Yeah. Have you, Alex? Have you what used it in the last year? Um, I want to say yes, probably early January, but I don't remember. Exactly he doesn't remember. Main. Re- I've used it in the last six months. I use it because I despise video walkthroughs. Just yeah, they're annoying. Them. Hey, hey, I hate having to hear some guy talk through it. I don't want to see him mess up five to ten times and then fiddle around for other ten minutes exploring before he finally gets back to it. Just straight into the point, booklet with instructions, and just control F. Take Joel over here. Control F and find the answer and move on. Joel with the hot takes. That's not a hot take. Is that? That's legit. It's not really. (laughs) It's reasonable expectations. All right? (laughs) You have the whole internet... At your fingertips. Why can't you just get the answers that you want? No. I'm right there, too. All right, what is this thing? Indie Lo-Fi Racer Inertial Drift goes 1.0 on October 20th. That is 16 days from now. 
if you're listening to yep. this in podcast form, I don't know how many days it is because we we don't I don't know what day we we, we drop episodes anymore. Sunday. We drop it on we Sunday. I just failed the social media post until today. I don't I don't know what day of the week it is right now. Don't you tell me it's Tuesday. It's not Tuesday. All right. Next Whatever piece of news. Day it needs to be Beyond Good and Evil Two. This is a game that might exist. Overtakes Duke Might. Nukem Forever in the Guinness World Record for longest development. Harsh. I thought that was pretty funny. Harsh. Vaporware. It's never all, coming, huh? All I'm saying is I'm getting ideas for my next video game homework right now. Is it? Is it? It's poppy playtime. Uh, where? Where is that available? What? Duke Nukem yeah, Forever. I, I, yeah, Duke no, Nukem Forever. <laughs> Isn't that what Beyond Good and Evil? I don't know that why that wouldn't be what we're playing. Beyond Good and Evil, what? Where can you play that? Where can PC. you play? Yeah, Steam. Is it on Steam? Yeah, yep. I, I, I just never see anything on it, so I thought that maybe it was on like old tech that you know maybe it was like a 360 game that never got reported or something. It, that is one of those games where I I know there's a cult following, but I never hear about that series unless it pops up on E3. Oh man! Yeah, and looking at it now, it is. This is yeah. This is Xbox. The Xbox. The yeah, Xbox. The Xbox. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's what he said. That's what the man said. I'll add that to my wish list. There's a review here on Steam where it says, "This is a good game." Thumbs down. <laughs> All right. Also, just to make it clear that this is not you know this podcast is not the first time I brought it up, my brother Phil, which I know. Joel commented on it, but my brother Phil yelled in our Discord, "Stop! Get get off Mario's ass!" I talked to him at work today about this. Mario is a guy. That's that's all I'm gonna say. I was gonna transition over to Alex's eternal question about whether Mario uh, has ever. Nope. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, we're not doing that. Okay. Right. Next last one. piece of. Relevant news for this week, Disco Elysium devs split after being forced out of the company. The company. Good. Jo- well, they were they were all going to stay together, and then they all just went in different directions. What were you going to say, Joel? No, I was just a smart-ass remark. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this news, though? Are you a little bummed out after, playing, after you're still playing Disco Elysium 1? I don't... I don't know what implications there truly are from this, frankly. I, I mean, I understand a couple people were a part of the members who made the game, but I assume it was a larger team overall that built it. Hmm. Uh, the little bit I've read about it sounds more like there are implications towards the work environment more so than the quality yeah. of content they're working on. Um, I mean, quality-wise, Disco Elysium is a, a, a pretty good game. Um like many things, the internet hyped it up to unreasonable levels. And I, I think maybe warped the, the idea of what the game's about and its themes. But uh, hopefully they'll be able to continue to still bring... Is is this a direct sequel? Or is it meant to be like in the same world as Disco Elysium? I think it was a spiritual successor. Okay. All right. So I, I imagine they still have the bones there to build something similar to Disco Elysium. 
Uh, it's just okay. it's more about can they do it with a, with a different kind of team. Right. Well, I, I, I think we just don't know enough answers to that. I don't know how far they are in production of it. I don't know to what level of involvement they were compared to the rest of the team that's working on it. It's, it's a little tough to tell from this vantage point. Yeah. All remains to be seen. But we do have some some slightly better news here. We got some freebies. Freebies! For, for, for freebies! Insert freebie sound effect here. Freebies! Freebies! freebies. Air horns. Uh, I like to make it sound as robotic as possible. You know, the little, like, 4th of July or... Or stuff that you get around the new year, which is the tiny little bottle, and you pull the string on it, and then it just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need to get some of those. I'm going to record my myself opening those into the microphone. Ooh, we'll get some clean clean audio reads on that. No, that doesn't sound uh, like a good idea. Clean? No, we got to gunk it up. All right. Uh, oh we're boy. keeping we're I, keeping these? I, I found uh, a Microsoft Sam generator. Uh, Hell guess, yeah! Guess what's being inserted into this week's episode? Freebies. <laughs> it's saying freebies. Freebies. All right, no, we got three games over on Steam. We got some Iron Sight. This is a Call of Duty style multiplayer shooter. All right, we got Fire and Maneuver on Steam. This is an RTS, but your armies are cards. Oh, so you have a deck of cards and you play your cards to place army pieces. So it's like playing war with your friends. Yep. Hey, Alex. Yes. Where does the king keep his armies? Where? In his sleeves. Okay, that's pretty good. I like that one. Uh, last one, Nano Hive on Steam. This is a Tinykin or, you know, uh, was it? What is the Nintendo win? Pikmin. Pikmin. Uh, sea Salt style game where you have minions, but the, you, they are nano bots that are going through the body and you're using your nano bots to kill diseases. Nice. And those are all the freebies that we care to share. Hell yeah. Otherwise, get your own free games. <laughs> There's lots of them yeah. out there. You got Apex, oh, Overwatch yeah. 2. Uh, Overwatch 2. There's even some good ones out there, too. Like Overwatch 2. I'd, I like Apex Legends. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's take a quick break here and come back to finish strong. with the backlog blog where we play games and i'm throwing down that's right this week i played voice of cards the isle dragon roars is it voice of cards or voice of the cards of the cards voice of cards who put the in there 
Oh, see, it autocorrects to uh, with the, but then when you when you put it in there, uh, it changes it back. Uh huh. Almost like it's not good grammar. <laughs> I mean, I I, just, I I Google is weird about grammar. Google, it's right. Google's mean to me. Told me I don't know how to spell good. Mm-mm. Fiery mm-hmm. is not spelled that way. <laughs> I really want to know the context of that, but. All right, so this week, uh, I guess I'm flying solo here. I'm not going to take too much time to talk about Voice of Cards. There is now a series of Voice of Cards games. Uh, There's three. The last one came out uh, last month. But I was intrigued when this originally came out, the first one, which is the Isle Dragon Roars. The premise for it, it looks like a card battler. But in reality, it's more of a turn-paced RPG. It's just okay. so many of the elements revolve around cards. And that's kind of where it gets a lot of its charm, uh, some of the rage that I experienced while playing it. But there's a lot of good that is in this this first Voice of Card cards game. It's weird that you feel rage considering that you normally don't. Like, you're not a rage guy. Uh, I've only seen it, like, once, I think, so. So, the game has random encounters. I would argue that the random encounters are too frequent. But there is a workaround to it. I personally prefer to explore uh, because it's all... It looks like a grid. Each one of the cards, as you move across the map, it'll... If you haven't explored the area, it'll flip the card and show you the terrain. So, as so you the explore, terrain, the map is a bunch of cards. Yeah, it's just it's all face down cards until you start to explore, and then the cards flip over as you get closer. So, as you see the ground, then you can see what is there for you to explore. And sometimes it'll be treasure chests. Sometimes it'll be just regular tiles. But there's, there's stuff that you can find. Uh, there's random events and encounters that you can experience as you traverse the terrain. But the, the real thing that had me enjoying Voice of Cards, the characters in this game uh, are funny. Uh, there's a lot of good banter. There's a lot of jokes. And uh, it really wears its heart on its sleeve. It wants you to feel something about the characters. And you do end up growing a little bit more comfortable, more friendly with them as you progress. They add in a couple of other characters towards the the end. So you have a, a party of about five characters, each with its own attacks, abilities that you can unlock and build the party that you want. But everything that you're looking at is with cards. So you have cards that you attack with. You have cards uh, that are your equipment that you can equip to your character and it literally is in your backpack as like a card so that's that's where all of these cards are coming from but the coolest thing by far is that after you finish each of the chapters i feel like some people might not like this but it does this quick recap of the events that occurred in the chapter and it Mm -hmm. does it to this really good music with a very light vocals that are not too sorrowful but they're also a little uplifting. It's like, a, I'm not sure if it's actual somebody singing lyrics or if it's made up. Because this is a, what's his name, Yoko Taro joint? 
Yep, I believe so. So it's inspired by, uh, if he didn't do the, the story, he was at least an EP on the game. But this is, uh, this is something pretty interesting. If you have an itch for some turn-based RPG, you might want to check this out. Otherwise, uh, just ignore me. That's, it definitely is Yokotaro. That's uh, that's what I have to say. I I can't speak enough about how much I enjoyed this. It was rather quick. I think I clocked in at... I didn't quite finish every single thing, but about 20 hours. And uh, it is very playable on the Steam Deck. I The only thing that was questionable is the character name input at the beginning. And then it pops up the keyboard, and you have to do that. Otherwise... It plays perfectly on the Steam Deck. Very great artwork. Like it, it's impressive the level of detail in these cards. And yeah, it's definitely a turn-based RPG though. Each turn you gain crystals. Each attack has however many crystals you need to expend in order to do it. So you can't use like three powerful moves in a row. You have to find ways to manage your characters and you know attack effectively. So, this is a cool game. Check it out. There's three of them. I don't know how the other ones play, but the first one, very enjoyable. Go do it right now. And comparative to, to how frustration it, how frustrated it made you, you still feel like this was something that you recommend highly. Well, so, like I was saying, the random encounters were a little ridiculous at times. Can you turn those down? The, you can't turn it down, but what you can do is you can take your piece, like your character, and you can move them to a part of the map that you've already explored. So me, I'm like, oh, I'm going to run all the way to this side of the map. I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to encounter all the enemies. You can run away. But I was just like, man, there's a lot of encounters. I was trying to make sure that I leveled my character all the way up to the max before I got to the last boss. So very attainable. Boss, are you going to continue down this series? I am going to wait to see if there's any sales on the second one. Hmm. Uh, I'm sure that the third one is probably not going to go on sale for some time, but you know, $30, I would say I'd pay $30 for it, but if I can get it for a little bit cheaper, I'm probably going to wait. It's a nice, the chapters are bite sized, keeps you entertained. And the the music on it, I liked it a lot. It's very old school JRPG vibes. Check it out. Go do it right now. Awesome. All right. I guess that just leaves us uh, with one last thing. And like last week, this week's one last thing is brought to you by existential dread of reviews piling up on Trello and Extra Life is in like six weeks, guys. We gotta We got to figure this out. No, everybody stays real quiet after that. Like, oh. it's like when the yeah, when the teacher's like, "All right, who has finished their paper and wants to talk about it?" And everybody's like, oh, "This guy." I don't want to do it. Somebody else go first. I'm willing to. I'm raising my hand. This but guy. No, I uh, I go first for one last thing. You get out of here because Alex is going to give us two things anyway. I could. Uh, my one last thing. I tracked down a physical copy of Cyberpunk 20-whatever-the-F-it-is. 
And I'm going to play it at some point. Cool. It's the number one game on Steam. I have heard that they have fixed a lot of the problems. Yep, it's getting a really heavy resurgence. I, I meant it when it's number one game on Steam. But I paid, I feel like I paid a pretty good amount, and it's hard to get physical copies of it right now. Phil's playing it on the Steam Deck. Says it works great. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, Alex. I have not had a whole lot of time in the last couple weeks to play video games, but I have been picking at a couple of things, so I think that, like, at least on that end, I will have beaten, like, three games. I could, like, possibly beat three games in one day just because I've, like, these small bite-sized, I've been picking away at them, so it's, that's a good thing, but at the, the most part, I just need to, like, find some time. Things, things need to slow down for a bit. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I want to. I want to get into the Resident Evil meat. <laughs> Meat's back on the menu. All right, Joel. Uh, speaking of Resident Evil, I uh, I forgot that you had to use ribbons to save in that game, mm-hmm. and that saves mm-hmm. were a commodity you needed to use sparsely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is. I'm in for a rude awakening for this game. I think because I've I've conditioned myself a lot to be able to just save whenever, nope. and having to be so judicious is going to be painful. So you have Looking got to, to manage those <laughs> very well. But if you're playing it on easy, the amount of ribbons that you find are very generous. No, fuck that. I'm I'm doing normal. Oh, okay. Yeah, no just checking normal I'm, it's still not too bad yeah i think i think i have i think i have like 12 what did it what did it say at the end i only saved 25 times or something like that oh no you're ridiculous i'm at like five and i'm two hours in yeah i mean what but if you just average two saves uh every two hours then you're you're, you're good right i'm five every two hours so Eh, you'll get there. All right, Alec. You know, I said last week that I was excited for spooky game season, and I take it all back. (laughs) I just want warm sweaters and comfy campfires. Give me that. A nice fireplace. Yes, Fireplace Simulator 2000. Fireplace. That's got to be a thing. Is that on the Next Fest? Is that one that you found? You know, I'm going to look right now. Half the indie games on there are just... Thing you do in simulator at the end of it fireplace on steam two words right. nice you literally put new logs on and you maintain the fire oh, and there's a demo even it's like fireplace for your home video <laughs> no you actually maintain it you have to maintain it or else it does. wow that's five bucks well better do it <laughs> all right uh those are all of our our one last things i will throw out there uh, as it is october now we will be releasing a special super gg episode for a playthrough of the original well the resident evil remake so if you would like to experience the same thing or even if you just want to listen to us talk about it and get get a little of that nostalgia bug uh, it'll be out before Halloween, so keep an ear open if you dare. Get it? Also, I, I got a couple of things to shout out getting. You have shout outs? 
Yep. Do you want to do them now? That's a good time. All right, do it now. We got a beta breakdown of Have a Nice Death on our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is going to be popping off because you will also be able to see our live show from the Fan Expo, as well as another beta breakdown coming in two weeks for Whisker Squadron. So you got two, uh, one live episode. Also, the audio for the live episode will also go up on our podcast feed in the next week or so. So you have a new bonus live episode from Fan Expo, as well as two new beta breakdowns. So prep for the content. We're ready to go. Yeah? Yep. I'm very excited. Okay. I actually had the, the the stuff for the fan expo for a long time, and I just completely forgot. Oh yeah, people we don't. Have played that one. I don't think gone. people want to see that, but we'll put it out there just just for our listener right now, our viewer, <laughs> Joel, just for you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, uh, that'll be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where. I might need a little bit of help here, guys. I don't know if anything changed from last week, but I'm going to wing it. So Tuesdays, live podcast recording with all of our beautiful faces. Wednesdays, uh, Joel still being the bad guy? Maybe next week. (laughs) Maybe next week. I will be traveling tomorrow night. So So if you're listening to this, there will not have been a bad guy. This last week, I just realized how silly it is for for me to do that this far in advance. Okay. Uh, Saturdays are... You, you still doing... Escape Academy. Yeah. S- still doing Escape Academy. Perfect. All right, so check out Escape Academy on Saturdays. Uh, mon- Sundays? Does anybody doing something on Sunday? Mondays. Mondays? It's no. just... Mondays, I will be back logging okay. on Mondays. I have been missing the last couple of weeks. I've been out of town, uh, slash been under the weather. So, uh, but I will be back back logging on Mondays. Okay. All right. So we do have other content. You should check it out. Please check it out. Please watch it. Please review us. Please uh, get hyped on our extra life date we got some reviews also some reviews at superggradio.com yeah dates for extra life will be posted you could check out and hang out with us for 24 hours you want to do that i want to do that who doesn't want to do that we'll be raising money for the kids my body (laughs) it feels the (laughs) caffeine okay if you'd like to reach us with questions or input our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Please review us. Help us get out there. Thanks for listening. Good game, Alex. GG good, good game, Joel. Good game. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> GG, Alec. GG. Good night. Fanfare. Fanfare.